Here's how you can make $350,000 in Halifax right now. Quick deal breakdown. So on market today in Dartmouth right now, it's a six-unit property, four two-bedrooms and two one-bedrooms, 125 a door, 750 for six units. Current rents are honestly on average sub a thousand bucks. If you can buy that thing for asking price, I've done a ton of these. You can expect your rentals to be around. Yo, define rap quotable Getting that attention Got people asking questions Cause the line's that sociable It's Mr. Market Oh, I'm that citizen Alright, we're back This is uh, Segment 2 Segment of 2 this of this week uh, We're here mid-April This is Master Keys Podcast I'm Chandler I'm Neil Andrino We had a new intro song today To oh. highlight Chandler's Very bright sweater uh, No, <laughs> shut up Billy Hill um, The intro to this song uh, or This week was I don't know which one we, we put on there But it's from a rap group That I was in called Something Good with my boy, Boy Ill, uh, who is our one of our one half of yeah. our key player of the week. So we're going to dive right into this. Yeah. Um, our key players of the week are Matt Boyle and Jeff Van Horn, two buddies of mine. Matt, I've known since we were little kids. Uh, you guys know them as, you know, two of the best bartenders in the country. And most, they, they started out as, um, you know, working and, and being... I don't know what the proper term would be, but like the head bartender at, you know, some of the most highly regarded restaurants in the cities and bars in the cities. And then they've taken their work across country and in other establishments. And then they brought it all kind of back home here to Dartmouth. Um, They started with their cocktail catering company called Clever Barkeep, where if you had an event, they would come and they would cater your event. They still do this. It's fantastic. You go to the biggest parties in the city. They're there doing custom drinks for your event. And then they built out like a brick and mortar uh, spot cocktail bar in downtown Dartmouth called Dear Friend. You know, it's my favorite spot. Uh, We've done some pictures there as a team. It's fantastic. These guys are super savvy. Um, Dear Friend is really good. Yeah, Dear Friend is is fantastic. Incredible business people. Done a really good job expanding. Matt and Jeff, we see you. You know I love you. Uh, They also both love real estate, man. They're interested in real estate. They've done some cool things. Jeff did a big reno. Matt's got some rental properties. They're just guys doing big things here in the city and in a very difficult industry, which is the food yeah. and beverage industry. And these Tight guys like, opened very competitive. during COVID and launched a hot restaurant um, yeah. and it's just continued to expand. They're now getting into canning RTDs, which is something I hadn't heard of. I was like R2D2 from Star Wars, but it's like ready to drink these like pre-made cocktails oh, yeah. in a can yeah. and not just like, you know, liquored flavored water, but we're talking like actual genuine cocktails in a can, high end, like just like you get it at a bar. Um, and they're super savvy with that too, like partnerships. And they're going to roll it out. Like I'm not going to spoil all the details, but like, you know, if you're in the city, you know, the cucumber Ricky it's fire. Check it out. That was a, a product that they rolled out in a partnership, but more coming from these guys. They're going to be big, man. It's crazy. And if you check out dear friend, they have an espresso martini tap. Well, the espresso martini is coming for the people too. You follow them out on Instagram, you'll see all this stuff. It's a, it's a good pre-drink spot. Yeah, yeah. Get the ferry, come across Halifax. They're crushing it. Matt Boyle, Jeff Van Horn, dear friend, clever barkeep. They also have a the cocktail bottling company like Watch Barkeep Players of the Week. Let's dive right into some headlines. You got something else to throw at me? I got something I want to talk about. Well, and we then we're going to get into our gonna deal breakdown. Deal yeah. breakdowns. We're going to break down a deal um, that, that's, want, that's well, live right now. We're going to talk about that. Um, we want we want to focus these. We want to do too much news, so I'll save my headline for next week. It's not okay. going to change. The buildings are still going to be there. Well, well I got might a headline. Not. Depends how big a tornado or something comes in. <laughs> but you have a headline you wanted to hit because I think we need to hit it because if you're a lot of local gotta listeners, hit it. Gotta and hit it. it's something that I think takes place across the country. 
yeah, this is a huge thing that's going on right now, um, which is trying to figure out um, this unhoused situation that is becoming kind of twofold, n- not just uh, um, uh, kind of chronic homeless individuals, um, people who are, are just not able to find spaces in shelters, but also increasingly the new to country immigrants that have no place to stay and have There's been kind of being put a up in hotels and all, all these things. Um, so when I got married, which I think like 11 years ago, 40, it was oh, at, bruh, <laughs> um, it was at the holiday Inn in downtown Dartmouth, right by the bridge. We're talking like right beside the bridge. It's a really great location. Um, and a few years ago, it's actually changed brands twice since then. It's currently a double tree by Hilton. And Chandler's party destroyed the place. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Wyrush, actually, who was the DJ in something good. It's all come full circle. Oh, he DJed that wedding. Dance floor was lit. You don't have to ask. You know it was lit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so not that long ago. It was about four, no, seven years ago. I can't remember that it traded hands. And it only sold for like four million bucks. Something like that. Four or five million I know, bucks I remember for this seeing hotel. it. I saw um, it. But, like, the hotel industry is tough, man. They run a high vacancy, whatever. And at the time, they sucked a bunch of money expenses. into it to revamp it. So they so look, nice. renovated the they whole place. prom there. Not to start an aside, but go right ahead. Continue. That yeah. makes me feel old. Um, <laughs> but it was all renovated, et cetera, et cetera. Um, as we know, during COVID, hotel stays were, were down. Yeah. whole hotel industry is very, very competitive. Yep. Um, and some of the uh, higher vacancy hotels have been renting out floors effectively as shelters or short-term accommodations for going on, you know, probably 18 or 24 months. Yeah. In some cases, almost like shadow shelters. Yep. This place had been doing that a bit while still running their quote unquote normal operations. Yeah. However, as of two weeks ago at the time that, that this is coming out, they had notified all their staff that uh, they were no longer going to be operating in a hotel as a hotel. So I think they had about hundred staff. Uh, they're going to be laid off. Um, and instead they have signed hundred staff. That's yeah. huge. Instead they have signed a contract with the province to turn into a shelter. So this is a 196 bedroom hotel, downtown Dartmouth directly from the bridge. Like we can almost see it from here. Uh, recently remodeled and they have signed a contract with the province. I don't know the terms of the finances on it, but I guarantee the province is getting hosed. Like I would place my bottom dollar that they are basically paying a room rate per night. Like I maybe a small discount. Well, cause you laid off all the staff. So then maybe there's a small discount because they're having to staff the whole thing. So but the room rate, is, the I, discounted room rate would be a hundred dollars a night uh-huh. times 196 rooms. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to commit to probably the whole rooms. So you're thinking it's $600,000 a month. You're thinking it's $600,000 a month. I would not be surprised. Maybe a half million bucks a month. Jeez. So, here is the, the staff, here's so. the infinite wisdom of our of our people in in political power, right? Like they're paying that amount for a building that literally was sold for like four or five million dollars about seven years ago. And obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but if someone's job was housing minister of Nova Scotia seven years ago, and they did not see this housing pinch, this rise in homelessness coming down the pipe, then shame on them. Right, because that's their one job. Their one job, and so instead of say buying that asset, and the dozens of others that were traded around the same time or since, they are going to pay, in your estimation, upwards of half a million dollars maybe, maybe a month. Maybe not. Maybe not. My estimations. I don't know. I don't I, know. I actually, I estimated it. Be, they, maybe they would pay a fixed a fixed rent of like a thousand dollars a month per unit times you know two hundred units yeah, so I'm plus some staffing. Right. So two to three hundred k a month. Yeah. 
you know, for this building that at one point was sold not that long ago for four or five million. And that is the infinite wisdom of government. And that is the, the incredible spend. Now it's an emergency situation. I say it's an emergency situation. God, so it's what's how else can you bring 160, 196 units to market that quickly? Well, you can't go back in time, right? But mm-hmm. the whole point of having a government and paying them all these taxes is that they're supposed Forecast. to plan for the future, right? They have these mandates and they didn't do jack, right? Craziness. And the other thing about hotels is they come vacant, which is like the key thing to them. Um, it blows my mind. Government contracts in general always blow my mind. I see a lot of these things going out and I'm like, holy shit, you guys, same with the modular housing. Like, I'm like, oh my God, they paid I'm like, you guys paid that much for those high, modules? They got robbed. Yeah, they get robbed yeah. on every single contract that they ever do. Do you need to take yeah, that? I do. Okay. And again, like emergency situation, but like, how did we get in this emergency, man? The provincial government didn't build any public I mean, housing for half a century they, they of put, significance here in town. I agree. They put us in the emergency. I do think it's not the worst idea in the world. I think they're getting hosed. Oh, they're definitely getting hosed. But I'm like, well, they're they're doing it. At the end of the day, room rates this summer are going to be psycho because there's already a problem with the hotel industry here. But yeah. And now the Airbnbs are gone and like another hotel. I'm like, it's going to be bad. And another building that was supposed to be a hotel in Bedford got sold to province oh yeah i another one you so that's yeah. another hotel off the market yeah. like it's gonna be room rates in alfax are gonna be fudged like yeah it's gonna be bad um one thing i want to add about that hotel it's an aside uh it's a great deal it was an amazing deal because he came to find out that the back parking lots can be redeveloped in like 300 units yeah um so that in itself now is probably worth 10 million dollars and he might be giving them a little discount on that room rate to make sure that that thing gets fast-tracked yep uh, he'll be like, oh, whoa, whoa, look at the greatness I did. Yeah, maybe we want four hundred units back there. Yeah, I, it's, it's something insane. It's three towers. Yeah, it is. It's three hundred units, three towers. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this is an aside, but again, I I will like I don't have much else to say on that other than that it's craziness. I, I I think it's well, at least they're making the moves. In my head, I'm like they're making moves, so that part's good. Things are happening quick. I like that. Like even when I saw those those modular housing units rolling down the road, I I think they only closed that bid like a couple weeks, if not a month ago. So I'm like, that's pretty quick turnaround. That's exciting. The amount mm-hmm. of money they're splashing out, kind of nuts. And realistically, there's a few business people that are going to make a fortune off of this. And it, that part pisses me off. And I think a lot of people that you see that are doing very well in a lot of cities in Canada are like, yeah, I landed a government contract, whether it was to build a school and rent to them forever at an insane price, or I sold a building to them yeah. for something. Like That's always been like in Canada, a, pretty much one of the best ways to make big money is you do what the government needs, mm-hmm. uh, and they pay you out for it. And I guess so, you kind of learn to, to, to feed into that. Anyways... Um, my story about that hotel is on top of my prom being there. I thought it was the man. I drove my dad's Camaro up there. It was sick. But anyways, um, they I went there once for a real estate course. No way. Yeah. So one Which of my one? Good, good buddies, um, that couple uh, from Texas, Waco, Texas, that okay. that does the TLC flipping, okay. uh, the girl and the guy. Oh, Armando Montalando? <laughs> is that his name? I, I don't think so. They have she has a book, like a design book. I'm sure some listeners know. Uh Chasen. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, uh, a bunch of them. I, I have to look them up no really way. quick. I have to look this up you really quick. One of those, you little sucker. You no, listen. Let's <laughs> literally listen. Uh Waco House Flippers. They have the, the silos, the Waco silos. Uh have anyone heard of this? One sec, one sec, Waco Silo. I don't know, man. Magnolia, Magnolia Market. Yeah. HGTV yeah. stars Chip and Joanna Gaines. Chip. Chip and Joanna. Is it Joanna? Yeah, Chip and Joanna Gaines. H- H- HGTV, they Canadian had Fixer Upper TV show. Then they bought some silos in Waco, Texas, which oddly enough, I was in Waco, Texas, and I went to the silos. And they were there, which is really crazy because it was mm-hmm. shut down. I had no plans to do any of it. I was there for a franchise I bought. I was doing some training, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, long story short, they had an ad running 
Uh, and you went, you went, no, I, I, look, 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 they got my friend. They got my friend's mom, actually. Oh. I'm not going to say who it was. I don't think he listened, so it's not really going to get, I'll never find out. But friend's mom was listening to it, and we were just getting into it at that point. Like, he probably owned one or maybe one property, and I owned maybe, like, three. And she was like, oh, like, you guys should, you guys should check this out. She, like, flipped it over, and it was, like, a web, a free thing on, like, just investing in real estate and, like, how to do flips and this and that. And Chip and Joanna are going to be there. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool, sick. Let's do this thing. So we sign up. I don't know if it costs money. It may have cost 50 bucks. I don't think so, though. Anyways, it's down at that hotel. So we go down the day of and, like, go upstairs, go into the little room, and it's got three sections of chairs, a, a stage with a screen, and then behind the chairs um, is, like, maybe six tables and, like, a bunch of paperwork and laptops and people, like, basically sign up stuff. So you come yeah, in, yeah. you sign in, and then they had other stuff sitting there. Whatever. So you go sit down. I think we might have had name tags because we signed up online. Of course you did. Yeah, name tags are, are crucial. Um, and the, the chairs are probably, like, the middle section is probably, like, 60% full. Okay. There's people in every yeah. row, okay? Um, and then a video starts playing, whatever. It's like a hype video. Oh, let me guess. They didn't show. So then, yeah. So then like the like MC guy comes on mm-hmm. and this guy, I still to this day would say is one of the most well-spoken people I've ever listened to okay, cool. in my entire life. Like he, like as an MC, like he yeah. was just knew what to say was quick and witty like just super professional. And the part that was kind of hilarious is he kept saying every time he, he, he intro the thing, he's like, today we're going to have Chip and Joanna here, blah, 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 blah. Well, no, he didn't say it. It's a Chip and Joanna thing. Blah, blah, blah. Then he went to, they're not going to be here. And I was like, mother, like I literally only came here because these guys are going to be here and it got me all fired up. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be here for whatever reason, they, but they're going to zoom call in. And he was just so quick and kept going. And he kept saying, I'm not a professional speaker. And I was like, why are you saying that? And so he's like, we're going to talk to them real quick and see. And today's course, we're going to go over these three things. And this is the whole objective of today, blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool, whatever. He's not a professional speaker. Then he sits down. Everyone's all like. Yeah. Then sure enough, Chip or whatever comes in on a Skype call. It's which, Jimmy. <laughs> whatever, it's Jimmy. I got a vax. And uh. it's like, but it was definitely a recorded video. Like, because the non-professional mm. speaker guy, who was very much a professional speaker, would be like, hey, Chip, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. And, like, the timing was just, like, perfect. Or Chip was like, yeah, it's really good. Like, da, da, da. like it just didn't seem... Yeah, yeah. He wasn't interacting with him. And and so then every question he asked, like, the answers were just... Like, it was a just... A little bit off. Yeah, man. Yeah, and yeah. it just seemed really weird. And I was like, okay, this is definitely recorded. So then they got rid of Chip, and then the professional speaker guy kept doing his thing. Um, but then once Chip left, he explained all of his stuff, and he's like, there's another course after this. Of course. Stage two. Yeah. And you guys can sign up right now, and it's two ninety nine. And then if you do that, you can qualify. If you do well there, we'll take you on our five thousand dollar paid vacation course down in fucking Mexico, whatever it was. Yeah. And so when they did the two ninety nine course, your friend mom's like, <gasps> her hand up. <laughs> she didn't come. It was just me and my buddy. Oh, okay. And then so then they were like, yeah, all right, like you guys can go to the back right now and do it. Like we're taking a quick like five minute intermission. So like, it was weird <laughs> as hell. But like, one person from every row got up. And like filed into the middle, walked to oh, the you back. Think they were plants. One thousand. Oh, and questions, and they were asking questions. These same people. Sorry, they would raise their hand and be like, "So, you telling me I can buy a house with no money down?" Oh my! And then Chip, yeah. like, with our program, we can help you get in with no money down. 
and you do all those things. And then at the end, they said, we're going to teach you all this in the next course. And everyone was like, wow, okay. They asked all these really weird questions. Wow, the plants. Then they went to the back, and it was the loudest shit you've ever heard in your life, man. Like, we were still just sitting in our seats, and in the back was like, like typing away. And they were like, yeah, so you want to sign up for the course, and you would like to add your, your husband as well? Like, they were actively like, yeah, projecting what they were saying back there so that everyone else in the room could hear. This is the like, other one they do. They go, do you want to change your life? Stand up if you if you are in control of your life and you want to take control of your life. I think and we might like, have stood well, up a I guess times. I got to stand up. I was like, all right. And if you really want to take control of your life, just file on back there. We're signing up for the course. And people are like, well, shit, man, I can't sit back down now. <laughs> like, I can't say, like, on a second that I don't want to change my life. They also use that technique. So that yeah, was yeah. also being employed. So then they sat back down and my buddy oh, and I were man, like, I what the hell's stuff. going on? Then they're like, all right, we're going to do a deal. So then your boy Chippy's back on the screen and they're going over the deal. The numbers made no sense. Like, I'm quick at math, and I was very quick at math then. And so he was like, so we're going to buy the place for this. We're going to buy, do this, do this, sell the place, make $400,000. And I'm like, add the numbers on the screen. I'm like, those don't equate to four hundred grand in profit, even with the numbers you just put on the screen. Yeah. But everyone was like, and then at the end, it was, and then we had another, like, a lunchtime break or some shit. And they were just like, all right, like, anybody else who's now feeling like they want to sign up, now's the best time to do it because we're running on a slot, blah, blah, blah. And then another thing, it was like they everyone stood up and then a bunch of people filed to the yeah, back. Yeah. And my buddy and I were like, we got to get the hell out of here. And we literally like started walking to the exit and they were just like, there's a person standing at the exit, people there. When we left through the exit of the, the ballroom doors outside, there were people. People were talking like, oh, like, did you sign up? It was so weird. I'm like, when would I ever go to a public place where there's 50 people or 100 people and some rando would come up to me and be like, Hey guys, did you sign up for yeah, the course? Yeah. Sign up for the course. Oh, and like that's two people asked us as we tried to exit after we left the ballroom. It well, was insane. So one of those guys, that that Armando Montalado guy who's like doing a similar thing, yeah. he ended up getting sued. Um they swindled people. For for basically swindling people, like promising stuff that didn't even like, you know, Grant Cardone, who's got a, a good reputation, is facing some no allegations of, you know, swindling. Um, some 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 swindling. Uh, a lot of gurus out there ready to take your money, uh, but it was intense, yeah. man. It was it was some serious pressure sales, and I think the lady sitting next to us was a bit older, and I think she was legit. It was her and her husband, and they were kind of serious, like, yeah, like we have like X amount of dollars, so we just sold our house and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, you're about to get swindled, mm-hmm. like you are about to get swindled. They were so sold, they were like, I could see them watching everybody stand up and going. They were like, I could hear them talking. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys are plants or not, but you are getting your minds blown right now with a bunch of fake numbers and pressure. Like it was epic. Anyways. Yeah. This section got completely hosed because now we're supposed to be talking about deals. Yeah. Let's get into deals. Yeah. I'm going to... Quick deal breakdown. Quick deal breakdown. So on market today in Dirtmouth... Dartmouth. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Quick deal today that's in Dartmouth right now. Uh, And this is the thing. There's still money to be made out there. Like you can... And you can buy deals on market that make money. It's a six-unit property on Regency Drive. It's a... I'll say was at one point in time much more of a low-income neighborhood, and it's yep. it's converted to, it's becoming more of a middle ground as time's mm-hmm. going on here. Uh, and there's a lot of new development planned to be going around that area. Yep. Um, it's a big so, destination spot for for new-to-country residents as well, like, because it's, uh, you know, some more affordable housing in there. So. There's a lot of buildings in there. Yep. Um, there is a six-unit property. It's four two-bedrooms and two one-bedrooms. It's purpose-built. It's your standard. Mid-century. Mid-century brick, brick building. Yep. Um, so it's 125 a door. 750 for six units. Very reasonable. Um, yeah, this market, man, that's a solid, solid offering. Exactly. Current rents are honestly on average sub a thousand bucks, but in the plus minus thousand dollars. So really it doesn't make a ton of money as it sits, right? That's something to understand. 
But if you're interested and you're open to doing run evictions, which again, it's not a, it's not the most pleasant thing in the world, but it's it's part of the game and it's mm-hmm. something that people have to do. If you can buy that thing for asking price, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. I've done a ton of these. You can expect your rentals to be around three hundred grand, and that's going to result you in beautiful like vinyl floors, brand new ca- kitchen cabinets, yep. uh, quartz countertops, all new bathrooms with like tile backsplashes. Utilities nice on tenants at that point. Utilities would be on tenants at that point. You'd rewire the building. Everyone yep. have their own separate meter. Uh, window replacements as needed. Like you'll have a, a very nice a hum and building with four two bedrooms and two one bedrooms. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, and if I were to buy that, it's because you'd be getting rid of the furnace, you'd probably be going electric baseboard. I would turn it into six two bedrooms because the basement is large enough to hold the two bedrooms. But potentially, so, yep. So I would turn that thing into six two bedrooms right off the top. Or at least hop. five two bedrooms and, and one one bedroom potentially, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you spend three hundred grand getting there. Um, the way they, the way they had that extra one bedroom was turned into six storage units. I don't know. Did you go in it? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. So that there had one area was like six. You oh, could you easily, like, there's a ton yeah, of space. Yeah. If you go to the storage yep. lockers, six, two beds that are big, like they're nice, yeah. lots of closets. Um, so anyways, you spend $300,000 there. You're into it now for a million fifty. I always assume carrying costs during those times, you've got 10% of, the, of your, of yep. your overall, so overall spend. Yep. We'll, we'll say over, over, overall spend. So we'll say a okay. hundred thousand bucks. So now you're into it for 1.15. The end value on something like that, speaking from experience, is going to be around $1.5 million. Yeah. Plus, minus. You can get an appraiser to stretch it and say 1.8. Yeah, but that'll be 1.5. Uh, but I'd say yeah. 1.5 is a very attainable number for that. If you go out and get a regular refi at 75%, that's $1,125,000. That is effectively giving you 100% of your money back, leaving you with $375,000 of equity and a 16 of property, which will cash flow a little bit. The other option is to do a CMHC refi and get out 85%. It'll give you a 40-year amortization. It'll lower your, your interest rate by a percentage point. Yep. And you'll take a 1.275. So you'll probably actually pad your bank account by about $100,000 on top of whatever you've invested in the property. And additionally, like you'll have a, a at that point, almost a class A product. Um, you know, it'll, it's mid-century bones, but you'll have done, your major systems will be overhauled. You're probably looking at rents. What would you say for a two-bedroom in there right now? Uh, new. $1,700. At least, man. I think yeah. you get eighteen hundred there. You probably could if you Plus take some utilities. time. Yeah, without a heat pump, probably seventeen. With a heat pump, maybe seventeen fifty, eighteen hundred. Yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, you still have you're on a street where the rest of the product hasn't been turned over. Totally. But that's um, how, that that's one of the better streets there. A couple of them have been gotten a little facelifts there. Yeah. They definitely have. They definitely have. So assuming that you, on a CMHC refi, you can take it one point two seven five. I didn't run what the mortgage payment is going to be on that, um, but I would expect with all of your expenses and everything there, so you'd be bringing in over ten grand a month basically. Yep. Um, your mortgage payment is probably going to be around five and a half grand. Your other expenses will probably be another two and a half grand. Um, so you'll be probably cash flowing about 2000 bucks by the time it's all said and done. Yep. Um, so now you have about $225,000 in equity. You have an extra $100,000 in your bank account. You own a six-unit property and you're cash flowing a couple grand. It's going to be a project. Yep. It's going to take you 18 months to turn that thing in. over. Yep. But that, that's a deal that's on market today. Yep. I, by the time you listen to this, it's probably going to be pending. Yep. Um, but there's money to be made out there. And I mean, I have clients that wrote on it. There was only three offers. Really? I expected a way more offers. Yeah, I mean, that's a very reasonable price point. Like I'm seeing a lot of people asking like 150, 160 a door for the exact same product. And it's like, what do you, t- like there's no lift there. Like that's that extra juice that makes it actually worthwhile. Because think about it, that's a lot of work that if you don't go the CMHC route on your refi, all you do is kind of get your original money back and you get to own the property. Like that's a lot, that's a long walk for a short slide, uh-huh. right? Like, um, and if, if it's 150 a door, you're actually underwater on it. Like you're still leaving, you're leaving money, money on the, the table. Yeah, you've got a great product at the end of the day, man. But like, 
you're you're leaving, you know, at least, you know, I don't know, a few hundred thousand bucks in, in the property. This um, is a great deal if you have a couple hundred grand and you want to get into a, your first multi-unit. If you have yeah. a couple hundred grand, you can pull out of your current house. Like this is something that you could do and it's such a standardized product. It's nice because it's like a purpose built. My biggest asterisk and like the one thing I'd want to be checking into is an Enviro. That would be yeah. the only thing just because a lot of these buildings when they were built, for some reason, underground oil tanks were the rage. Yeah. The rage. You know about that, six units with underground oil tanks. That's your oh, bread and butter, bro. man, I've been digging them up. I'm digging up another one now. And um, yeah, so just a, that would be my only only thing to consider. But otherwise, it's a pretty set standard deal. Um, I have another one, but I want to go into your one that you have listed. Yeah. Which is Agricola. So yeah, so this is a property that uh, a client of mine purchased off market. Really great location. It's it's about a pitching wedge to the Hydrostone uh, kind of commercial district, which has like little shops and restaurants. The Hydrostone area is regularly regularly rated one of the best neighborhoods in the country. So this is in a fantastic location. It also is zoned as of right for um, three units, specifically like two units plus a secondary suite. So my client purchased this. Uh, she's a really impressive person. Um, she does a lot of, uh, redevelopment projects, a lot of high end single family, new construction, a little bit of everything, essentially short term rentals, flips, whatever you want to want to call it. She, she does a bit of everything. This particular project she purchased, uh, we got it off market. Um, it was previously used as a duplex. She took it to the studs and she had it all kind of remediated and prepped. And she had plans to either dig down or lift the property, put three units in there. Um, cause she's, you know, working on other projects. Uh, we ended up putting it on market just to kind of see, well, you know, if someone's willing to take the project on, great, we'll sell it. Uh, if not, she'll do it. Um, so $500,000, the asking price, it supports three units. $500,000 asking price. It's an amazing location. It's three one-bedroom units. But what are the numbers here? What do you expect? Actually, you end up getting, uh, I think, a two, a two, and a one. Oh, so two two-bedrooms and a one-bedroom. Yeah. We, you have an end value that's already been... No, we haven't done an end value appraisal, but uh, we know it'd be somewhere around like the one, two, one, three, depending on how high your finishes go. Uh, if you did a bare basic, even still, you'd be at one, one, but somewhere in that, um, she tends to go with a higher end product. So right. technically you could do it in a way, you might be able to get 80% out of that. Yeah. Residential, you it's residential a res, three. It's a residential you you three get a residential unit. mortgage on that when you're done at 80% loan to value. And that's in a beautiful Easy. neighborhood. So right now let's assume it comes in at one, three for the three unit you're in. The Hyderstone, which again, if you're not in Halifax, that's an up-and-coming neighborhood. Chandler top refers comps. to it a lot. But top it, comps. It's top comps, very great rents. There's a ton of development going on down there. The North End is where things are going to boom for the next probably 10 years. Uh, so at 1.3 end value, you're going to be able to pull out around a million forty. If you're buying that place for 500 grand, you now have basically a half million dollars to get the reno done. And, and pocket the rest. And pocket the rest. And yeah. realistically, to build three units in an existing property... Unless you go balls to the wall, it's not going to cost you five hundred grand. If you assume probably one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a door to turn yeah. that thing over, three seventy five, four. So three seventy five, four hundred. So now, and then you add in your, I would say, always add in the ten percent. So that brings you up to four fifty plus your five hundred. There's still about a hundred grand worth of squeeze. Yep. And you also end up with two hundred sixty thousand dollars of equity. So here's another project that yep. basically will make you three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yep. Right. And and like in that area, your rents are going to be just smoking. Man, like you could potentially, you do the right unit there. You could get 24 for a two bedroom plus yep. utilities, you know, like you could do really something, something great there. And, and there's just like great options there because it's residential. So your financing can be a bit more, more simple. Um, so yeah. Here's another project I want to go over. Okay. Just going to keep hitting them. So here's another quick way 
uh, for someone to make a few hundred thousand dollars. It's a product product that's on market right now. I actually had a client look at this, and then it just popped up because they did a price change. Um, it's a five unit in Bridgetown, so it's outside the city. We always yep. talk about going outside the city. Five units. It's got it. Person, got it. same okay. concept. Person Designed, already started. Like, got as it. built, like purpose built. Um, no, it was a house okay. that had some extensions put on. It turned into a five unit. Now it's gutted out. The new, the current owner has architectural plans done for the units for you. Uh, it's already partially framed out and there's all new windows actually sitting inside the house. Okay. 90,000 bucks. Sorry, 95,000 bucks. Okay. It's on market for 95. There might be some negotiation room there. If wow. you, okay. yeah. So if you then look at it and you assume if you do a very, very conservative, uh, end value, probably going to be around five fifty. But honestly, if you do income approach, even there, yeah, that, like that eight nine hundred thousand dollars. Yep. But if you say if you say five fifty, <laughs> same thing. You can pull out seventy five percent of that. That's going to give Actually, you, you pulled eighty because there's lenders that will do up to five units residentially. Potentially, yeah. So even there, so you pick up pull out four hundred forty thousand dollars. There's a three hundred thousand dollars spread there to finish completing those units. Now the tough part is those units are still going to cost the same amount of money to finish outside of town. But you yeah, can, you can get them done because yeah. they're probably going to be a bit smaller, and yeah. there will be some cheaper labor and stuff like that. Um, I also think you can push that appraisal big time. I don't care yeah. if it's Bridgetown. You got five units, man. That's five brand new units. That's six hundred thousand dollars on an appraisal all day. Exactly. That's the thing. If you have five brand, new, I agree with you. I think it's probably yeah, even one hundred and forty or really probably like seven hundred grand yeah. as an end value. So you can pull it five hundred thousand dollars. It gives you four hundred thousand dollars to do the units. You'll probably spend three three hundred fifty thousand. The same concept. We said a six unit you can get it done for three fifty. So you're going to end up making two hundred thousand dollars on that property instantly because you're going to pay a hundred for it. You're going to spend about three fifty. We'll say with costs and everything, so you're going to four fifty, and it's conservatively worth five fifty, if not seven. Yeah. So you're you could easily make and a quarter of a million 80%. dollars, and it's completely yeah. vacant. Yeah. So this is something that if you if you just put in the grind, this is something you, you could turn one, over. Yeah, you can start this thing tomorrow. You can start this thing tomorrow. Yeah. You could be done it in six to nine months. Yeah. And have it fully rented out, and you make a quarter million dollars. Yeah. So just 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 there's like I there's always opportunities out there. I think the idea that we're trying to get with this is like don't lose steam. You just got to pick and choose, and the deals are starting to come up, right? Like four months ago, we said, is the Burr model dead? Or maybe not four, maybe three months ago. And that's because rates were up, and everyone was holding tight. They're like, no, we're not moving on prices. But now a lot of people are getting renewals. And yeah, they're like, you know what? I don't really down, want yeah. this. I'm rent capped. Yeah. I'm getting a renewal on my mortgage. Uh, all my expenses went up. This, even at my low, low mortgage, I don't even really make any money at these low rents. Yeah. Right? And they're like, why am I even carrying this? And realistically, they all know if rates and things stay like this, they might not be able to make a lot of capital appreciation unless they go out and do all the work that you have to do to make the money. Yeah. So like, well, you know what? I made my capital appreciation over the last few years. Realistically, if I don't touch these units, they're not going to run up in value over the next couple of years. So I might as well cash in now, take my money and move into another investment. Yep. Move into something so, that returns a little bit better. So we're going to do a couple more of these deal breakdowns in, in the coming weeks. If you guys find that interesting, please let us know in the comments below. Also, if you see a deal and you want us to break it down, Send it to us, man. We'll, we'll take a look at it. We'll do it on air. Yeah. If you're curious about all these refinances and, and the financing to do this work and the cost and all that stuff, check out the Patreon because we do break all that down, including construction financing. Just put one up there recently on, on construction financing, which I actually am doing for like existing current projects. So I, I walk you through all that. So take a look at that. And yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks so much for watching the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, press like. Don't forget to subscribe. But also check us out on Instagram and TikTok. You can find all the links below. Thanks again for checking us out. Broke, I had rich habits. Uh. When I was broke, I had rich habits. Uh.